2: It's a drunken soiree in the Wiffin. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing podcast. I'm Stu Wiffin, joining me always, Christopher Glasson. Good morning, sir. How are you?
3: Uh, Yeah, I'm fucking ace, mate. We just did a little Hardcore Listing natter, so if you're not a patron... Go and sign up to our Patreon. It don't cost you a lot each week. Um, and you can hear me and you me and you, record another little... And more, watch. Sort of more of a natter. And watch. And mm. watch. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. You can even watch this episode you're listening to over there. Absolutely. But I'm good, mate. I'm happy we had a good little natter. We got out some of our frustrations mm. uh, about life. Uh, Look, i tell you
2: what. Let's carry yeah. on plugging the Patreon because we don't yeah, yeah. ever really do it. So, we, no. we, we should say, as Chris said, you can, you know, you, you get a bonus episode each week over on there and you get to watch all the episodes over there. And you also get invited to our monthly live show, mm-hmm. um, which we do on Zoom, where everybody like, from the, the Patreon all join and we do a top five and everybody gets to throw their two penny fin and it's really good fun. And uh, tend so to
3: record it with our tops off with just nipple tassels.
2: And bottoms off sometimes, it depends. Sometimes, like, but the
3: listeners can't, the watchers can't see that.
2: No. Bit. No. Um I have got an under the desk cam but that's for mm. uh, high level patrons. High, high
3: level patrons. Yeah, um, exactly. And you
2: also get access to a huge huge archive of never released to the public episodes, probably mm. at least 2-300 I reckon. Um oh, so yeah. you can go and access all of that. So come and um, join the Patreon community and uh, and support the pod um because you know we've given you 500 episodes for free. So um yeah, it's Get the least you can there. do, you tight bastards.
3: But if you're not a tight bastard, if you're actually the first time you've listened to this podcast, you've just found it online somewhere, welcome. We do top fives. We pick a top five. Sometimes we run through it with a guest or guests, comedians, musicians, people uh, that do great in their profession. We just had Carla Valentine on. That was an absolute stalker that, that was an absolute corker. Um, yeah. We do top fives. Today we're doing a top five. We are doing... uh, We're not doing anything
2: until we tell them about our uh, uh, um, our sponsors.
3: Yeah, let's
2: do that. Southern... Uh, Southern martial arts, mm. um, go check out Benshi's side james. Um, we tag him in all of our posts and uh, and he can teach you uh, how to look after yourself and and not just physically like mentally like you, you will learn um, a multiple uh, a multitude of, of combat sports I, I guess it 's safe to say that his speciality is karate but um, uh, he 's well versed in um, all manner of uh, martial arts as well as kind of just sort of. I guess you'd call it sort of street defence, really, just kind of teaching you some techniques to to just find yourself sort of, you know, in your day-to-day life, being able to sort of, you know, limit the opportunity of putting yourself, should it ever present itself in in, in any danger. And and if it does, then I can't, you know, can't stress enough, it's great to know that there's, you know, you might have a a little bit of knowledge for a few little techniques that could, you know, maybe give you that that few seconds of, of breathing space to, to get the hell out of uh, Dodge if uh, you find them sort of situations, mm. which we hope don't ever present themselves. Um, and you can do um, all sorts of stuff like that with si, Uh So go um, give them a follow on the socials.
3: Southern Martial Arts. Yes, uh, Renshi Shimon James has taught me many a special illegal ninja move mm. uh, that only the government uh, will teach its top agents. Uh, the Goat see, uh, The Weeping Swan, Mm. Two two really excellent moves. You showed um, me,
2: what was that one you showed me when we went away? The flaccid cock. Mm. That was good. That mm. was good.
3: <laughs> the flaccid cock for a space dot. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite nice. <laughs> uh, if you would like inane ban- uh, babbling banter like this, then go mm. and check out uh, the Say What podcast uh, mm. with, uh, with host Big Papa J. The Notorious FBT and uh, a guest in uh, Lady P. Whose birthday birthday was. was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Big up the uh, the Lady P.
3: But yes, a bit like this, but even more crazy, sometimes... Far less unstructured. A little bit less unstructured. So if this is the first time listening to this, you're thinking, shit, this isn't very structured. Mm. If you want a gelatinous mess of a podcast, go and check out Say What podcast. With Big Papa J. It's fucking funny. Mm. Justin Price might be the funniest man on the planet. He's up there. In my humble opinion. Mm. And I am pretty fucking funny myself. So, you know, from one comic to another, that is. Mm. One professional comedian to another. Don't need to comment on that show. Shall we just whiz straight into the top five?
2: <sighs> top five films based on a true story.
3: Oh, mm, lovely.
2: You can kick it off.
3: All right then, mate. I'm going to start with a little known film called Stander. I've mentioned it before. Maybe you've heard me mention this before. Starring Thomas Jane, who I love. He was in the horror film The Mist. He also played The Punisher. Um, he's done loads of other little small little indie films like that. I love him. He was in the expanse as well. Anyway, great actor. Uh the standard, standard, standard. Can you remember this one? I've bored you bored you about this before, I think.
2: I probably switched off and didn't really listen.
3: It's about cops in South Africa. And it's cops and bank robbing. And basically, one thing leads to another, and maybe those role those two careers blur. And yet, at the same time, despite uh, people operating in what would be obviously seen as very grey territory morally, I can't help but think Stander, who it's based on this this uh, this guy, I think he's brilliant. I mean, he's an app abs- I just this this movie, I really think you should watch it, Stu. I think you'd absolutely love it. Okay. It's about being a rebel but also standing for things. Um and actually he became he became sort of like quite well, you know, as a large portion of South Africa see him as a bit of a legend, a bit of a Ned Kelly in many ways. And it's not very he slept on he slept on this this film. So when I like wrote this, I put Stander in. Um and then when I looked, <laughs> I thought, have I missed any? And obviously there are so many, so many films that you can have in his top five. But Standard wasn't mentioned. So either it's a shit film and I've got shit taste or it's just a bit slept on. So I thought I'm going to start with that one because people might actually not have heard of the history of standard. We don't follow a lot of South African culture in the UK, to be honest with you. We don't know a lot about their history, about who their heroes and villains are and what's happened in their countries, other than some of the more major headlines that, of course, we would understand, like apartheid, etc. Definitely give it a watch. It's fucking shit art. It's quite long. From what I remember, which might put mm. a few people off. Not oh, that sounds it like now. a right bit
2: of me, there. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, it's it's basically. You a thought long... I was
2: sat the piss then, didn't you? And I wasn't.
3: No, oh, okay. Like... Oh, good. I thought you was. We no. said it was a bit long. No, it is a bit of you, Stu. Right. But he's a man's man as well. Me and you, we're men's men. Look at my hair. Mm. Mm. Men's men with a in a room that I painted the floor bright bright fuchsia pink. Men's men,
2: Stu. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go um, for my number five. I'm going to go with Hotel Rwanda. Um, oh, good choice. Uh, have you seen it? No. Uh, so it's Don Chidi and uh, Don Chidi? Don Cheadle. Cheadle. And, Is it Cheadle? Uh, it's with an L. It's got an L, but I always, pre- I always pronounce it Don Cheadle. Um, Just because you're a prick. Yes. Yeah. Uh He's a f- fucking fantastic actor. Right. Um, Shout
3: out to his performance in Boogie Nights.
2: They are incredible in Boogie Nights. Um, and it's all based around the Rwandan genocide and uh, back in the, 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 the mid 90s. And it documents um, his character's uh, sort of efforts to save the lives of, of his family and a thousand other refugees wow. um, inside uh, the hotel that he's at, the hotel that he works at. Uh, and it kind What's of.
3: What's the name of the hotel?
2: Uh, it's called the hotel de mille, de, de mille collines oh. and uh so and, they
3: they simplified that for the title of the movie <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah uh but it kind of touches on all the sort of political corruption mm. and and ju- just the fucking violence he's 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 quite unpleasant um but uh yeah it's it's absolutely fantastic it's all about the um uh the the, the I don't know if you, what, what you'd call the the, the sort of the 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 sort of not how you sort of frame it um you've got the Hutu controlled government and then Mm -hmm. you've got the Tutsi rebels as well um Mm -hmm. and and I think ultimately there's so much corruption as well within that and and it's fucking fantastic um and 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 yeah and, and what he does within that hotel he's unbelievable uh, it's a f- fucking incredible film if uh, if anybody uh, hasn't seen it go but, check but in it. terms yeah. of
3: what he does in the hotel what's he just doing changing the bed sheets and stuff like bed that bed
2: sheets um, full English really neat um,
3: oh <laughs> wow full yeah, English get, out there,
2: get, eh? get a full English um, he's kind of um, tops up a little um, bowl on the um, reception desk with like um, complimentary mints Oh amazing. Um, yeah, lo- loads of like really kind of cool shit. Um sometimes um tops up the little um toiletries. Um but uh Does Sophie... he let
3: you uh, take the toiletries? are they like disposables? Can you see? He won't allow
2: it. But if you do it, he ain't going to chase you.
3: He's going to turn a blind eye.
2: Yeah. Um, props to Sophie uh, uh, Okunidu, um, Nick Nolte, Joaquin Phoenix. It's a fucking great cast. Oh, wow. That's um, a fucking
3: wild lineup. up Yeah, is.
2: yeah it's, uh, it's a fantastic film. What's your number four? Mm. 12 Years of Slave. Oh, mate, I was thinking about that one.
3: Oh, it's such a powerful film. Recently, we I think we spoke spoke on that and some of the scenes within Twelve Years a Slave, um like lines from films that make you cry. I think we did as a top five, and, and one of them is um is from uh, is from Twelve Years a Slave. We actually spoke about Twelve Years a Slave quite a lot the other day, but how can you not just uh, direct? It's, it's Steve McQueen. I love Steve McQueen. Great, he's a great director, and it's you know it's based on. Um, this this gentleman Solomon Northup, who was an a American man, who was basically kidnapped from one state in America and brought into taken into slavery uh, where it was legal in another state back when that was an actual thing. And it's about his fucking life, trying to oh god, you know, um, trying to escape being a slave and try. How, how crazy is slavery in itself? And then I don't know. I guess for for West. For Westerners, people who are also people from our background who were never sold into it. I guess the way Twelve Years of Slave portrays it is because it makes it feel like, you know, well that could have that could be you. What happens if it was you? You could actually see it from that. You're just walking the street as a, I think it was a doctor. Before you know it, he's um he he's basically captured. Uh Chiwattel Ijafor is the is the is plays the lead role. You've got fast bending in it, Benedict Cumberback, Paul Dano. Um, there's some, yeah. I think that um, someone won Best Supporting Actress as well. Uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, is it uh, adipiro Oduy? I'm probably massacring your name now. I'm really really sorry. Um, it's fucking shit hot. It's very powerful. There's some scenes in it which are really difficult to sort of watch. Um. As it should be. It's not a film I put on uh on Christmas Day. Mm. But it is a film I will go back to, I will return and watch it. Uh Brad Pitt's in it, oh yeah, he does a little slips himself in there as well.
2: Yeah, I watched that on an airplane, and that's not what you want to watch when you're going on oh, the... no. holiday. Jesus fucking Christ saved. No,
3: a... also for any poor bastard sat next to you, mate, to be <laughs> quite honest a...
2: with you. It's a powerful film that it's one of them ones that when the credits are rolling up at the end you just think Fuck me. Humans are awful fucking people. And, uh, yeah. Tough.
3: Tough film. But uh, Essential Watching, it's one of those ones that, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like... You- Absolutely. What's your number four, mate? Uh, the People
2: versus Larry Flynn. Um
3: Oh, great. Uh,
2: have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Um, well, uh, listen up, people. It's now just been added to ITVX, so Ooh. you can watch it for free. Because I've been trying to find it for ages. It's not on Amazon Prime. You can't even pay for it on Amazon Prime to watch it. It's not on Netflix, but it is now available for free on ITVX. Uh, we're not sponsored by ITVX, by the way. Um Yet. People versus Larry Flint is the story of Larry Flint, um, who obviously, uh, well, obviously, but he started out literally as a kid, um, brewing moonshine with his brother Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and then basically set up a little go-go club uh, in Cincinnati uh, called Hustler. Uh, And then with the profits of that, he set up the famous Hustler magazine and basically started publishing nude pictures. um, Essentially, a jazz mag. Um, mm. He did also in 72 publish uh, photos of Jackie Kennedy, Anasis, uh, which obviously caused huge amounts yeah. of, uh, of furore. Um, yeah. Larry Flynn is played by uh, the incredible uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, ha- Harrelson. Yeah. Um, his wife, Althea, who was uh, a, a stripper at his club, uh, who then um, become his wife. He's played by Courtney Love and, and she's fucking phenomenal in it. Yeah. Um, her her life becomes more and more kind of bleak. Um, she ends up contra- uh, contracting HIV, um, and I won't sort of go into any more detail about that. Um, Woody Harrelson, is his his is character, uh, Larry Flynn, is, is so exciting. <laughs>
3: Woody Harrelson, I love it when you get names wrong because everyone
2: uh, gets annoyed. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Uh, Woody Harrelson is. Uh, phenomenal in, in, in this and, and and Larry Flynn's character is you know there's so many mm. anti sort of pornography activists and and all he's basically saying is the freedom of speech and the freedom mm. of expression and it just mm. is the backbone of this whole film mm. uh and he's such a contentious character he's fucking amazing at one point he gets shot on his way into court uh ends up in a wheelchair paralyzed uh from the waist dam um in and out of uh depression and and, and drug addiction and mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll come back clean and then basically walk back in the so come back in the office uh and literally just keep pushing you know hustler and it's so fucking interesting that i mean he would turn up in court um wearing t-shirts uh, one said uh, i wish i was black and the other one said fuck this court um, he was sent to a psychiatric uh ward when uh he spits water at a judge uh in one of them, uh, and just, just relentless, um, kind of push for, for freedom of expression and and uh and, and freedom of speech. And it's it's a fucking phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. film, and uh. Yeah, I, I urge you all to, to go over and uh and, and watch uh, Woody Harrelson, uh who is a fucking incredible actor, uh and and Courtney Love. And I should also say that the, the third other big player in that uh is his um legal representative and that's played by Ed Norton. So, you know, you're in for a fucking treat. great An cast acting, there. Yeah, uh, exactly. An
3: acting what you got next? <clears throat> he died twenty twenty one, I just looked at. Larry, Flynn. Uh, Larry Flint. Yeah, yeah, he's passed away, 78. Uh, what is next? That is a question. Uh oh dear. Mm. The Revenant. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, it's the first. So for, for, so the Revenant stars, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy doing, you know, his accent in that is incredible, as as they always are. I'd watch it just for his accents. Mm. And it's about basically, um, oh, I don't know what year it is. I'm sure, it's in the what's the eighteen hundreds. The Revenant set. Let me have a look in America. And it's basically they are um, really him and Tom it's Hardy. It's got to be part, the
2: nineteen hundreds, right? Uh,
3: eighteen twenty three. Oh right, okay. So he's a, he's basically a fur trapper. Um. A, in in the United States, getting get, get taking fur. Well, i uh, not a sexual predator. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Um, basically, he's he's comp- Quick synopsis is while like, he was a serial fur trapper. hunting, yeah, he was a serial fur trapper. The, while hunting, the company's camp is attacked by a, a war party seeking to recover um, an abducted daughter that his the fur trappers gang have. I'm not saying that Leonardo DiCaprio's Uh, own gang are obviously particularly very savoury but effectively a lot of the trappers are killed Um, but he isn't, he survives Um, uh, and they escape onto a boat and then the survivors travel to a fault on foot uh, eventually that he gets betrayed by Tom Howard, his character and left dead um, and also half eaten by a bear and The Revenant is all about the fact that he basically comes... He's seeking revenge on Tom Hardy's character for betraying him. Um, it's fucking amazing. I mean, the betrayal... I don't want to go full details into what Tom Hardy's betrayal is. Um, or the details of what happens with the, the raiding war party from uh, the Native Americans. But it's fucking crazy. I mean, it's just shot beautifully as well. It's just incredibly, incredibly shot. Um, and the story's just it's mental i mean i have heard that maybe they have been quite um they have manipulated the story a little bit to make it seem a little bit more uh, impressive than what it was uh but i don't know i don't know i don't know the full truth of it i know that the movie the quality of that film just how it's shot is just fucking brilliant and dicaprio at one point sleeps inside of a, a deer Bit I think like he,
2: um, Luke Skywalker in the Tonton. Like
3: Luke Skywalker, but that's what he had. That's how far he had to go in order to get this Oscar. But I think Leonardo DiCaprio actually did that.
2: It wasn't Luke, was it? Luke put Han in the Tonton, didn't it, he? No, Han put Luke in. Han put Luke in. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Of yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he actually slept inside this fucking deer. In order to so that when he when they capture he him waiting for the, up hole in the, of the deer, or
2: just if he's cocking the deer. No, <laughs> no the... just
3: with it. No, he's not one of the, you know, his like new girlfriends. Yeah, fair cat. Sub twenty five girlfriends. No, he actually, like obviously they slept he slept inside the course of, a, course of an animal, mm. which is absolutely grim as fuck, man. Um but you know, he wanted that Oscar. <laughs> his role in that is great. I mean, there's loads of others that he did. Like, shout out to Catch Hang Me on. If You Can. Oh. Dude, I can't believe he just done that literally can't believe you just done that. There goes my really number stopped. one. I've nearly stopped myself. Oh, fucking hell. I thought, as I was thinking to say it out, I thought, oh, we won't have that one. No. But you do. So <laughs> shall we move on to you? <laughs> do you want to discuss your catch me if you can now? No, I'm going to leave. It. I'm going
2: to replace it. I'll replace it. I want to talk about Hacksaw Ridge for my number three.
3: Right, oh, okay. have I've you seen, seen that? Uh, no, still not. I, 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 It's on my on my list of One's to watch, uh, and I want to say Andrew Murray, but it's Andrew Garfield, isn't it? It is it's Andrew a, Garfield, uh,
2: and uh, and he plays um, Desmond T. Dos, uh, who won the Congressional Medal of Honor, um, despite um refusing to bow arms on religious grounds. So, mm-hmm. basically, this film, he he's ostracised by by you know uh, many of the uh, the people in his um uh fellow soldiers because he was a pacifist and uh mm-hmm. and you know and he he ended up earning that respect because the scene in this film mm. what these soldiers have to do is unbelievable and just literally walking into death mm-hmm. what he does without a gun Systematically save seventy five men by it's running incredible. into it, picking them up, carrying them out, running in, picking them up, carrying. It. It's unreal. It's mm-hmm. absolutely unreal. And when it pops up at the end that it's a true story, because you, I I didn't know. I just watched it because I quite like a war film, and I put it on and I was just blown away by it. I was like, and then when it said it was a true story, it was just like, you fucking kidding me. Like, that's Mm. unreal. Like, how can a human being do that? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, unbelievable. And to think
3: that, you know, like, people always think in war, like, the courageous ones are the guys fucking running around doing a Rambo. That's not the case at all. Yeah. He went into war without a gun. Like, he was on the battlefield
2: just going, no, I don't really want to hurt anyone. Like Imagine
3: if everyone had that. If everyone had that fucking, the world moral would be a nicer line, place, wouldn't it? It would be a different place. Yeah. And the biggest problem we'd have is population, mm. because you know there'd be not a lot. of That you know we wouldn't be fucking massacring each other mm. for a profit or for a religious goal. <laughs> Great shout, mate! I do really want to watch it.
2: It's so good. I think that's on Netflix as well. Um, right, you're number three or so, two? Two.
3: All I am gonna go with. Um, oh, I'm gonna just. I could easily just ruin. <laughs> I'm gonna do another Leo DiCaprio one here, Wolf of Wall Street, just for okay. fun. Yeah, uh, rewatched um, that two nights ago. Did you? Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Um, obviously, the Wolf of Wall, Wall Street is 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 all about Wall Street. Leonardo DiCaprio plays. Um, what's the guy's name? Can you remember?
1: Planning for your next trip.
2: Uh Oh, God. What is his name? Uh, it
3: is. It is. It's coming back to me. It's coming back to me. Um, oh, it's really... Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort, yeah, of course. That's it. it. And basically, he basically masters the art of selling fucking stocks and shares, doesn't he? And he creates... A horrific human being. Yeah. Like, when I say masters the art, uh, he masters the art of selling without sort of like with with making the sow the only goal, mm. I guess, and teaching people learn people and training hundreds of people in how to convince people to part with their money. Mm. And so he is, you know, when you talk about the stockbrokers, he 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 is that sort of like, you know, golden gecko. It's but almost based on him really, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm I'm not saying that Jordan Belfort is someone that you want to aspire to be, unlike say Andrew Garfield's character in, in 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 Hacksaw Ridge, but it is it just like the story just of the life of excess that they leave and how fucking whatever they were prepared to do to turn a coin, it's quite insane to watch. And I think they capture, and I think how it's directed, I think they really captured quite how uh, excessive. Uh, and and insane that lifestyle is obviously done by Scorsese, um, and DiCaprio's character. There's loads of incredible scenes in the of that of you know he's worked quite closely alongside Jordan Belfort to really master the art of being, uh you know being that guy and uh, occupying that character. Um, and there's lots of insane scenes in it. Obviously it's uh it's accompanied by Jonah Hill who basically took Matt took about sixty grand to uh, to play that role, which everyone applauds him for. Um, but I wouldn't mind taking sixty grand for three months' work, would you?
2: Yeah, I'll take that. Um, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Margot Robbie's fucking quality in it. Oh, uh, Matt, Matt McConaughey's Christ. absolutely amazing in it. There's it's a good. There's a great, great list of people, um, and it does just really show the story of what it's like selling shares, stocks and shares, and the highs and loads of it, the corruption of it, uh, the behaviour um, of those people. Yeah, great film. Great, great film. Funny film as well,
2: absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, it's it's there's some banana stuff in it, and yeah, I mean it, it you know, there's there's big parts of that where he's one of the worst humans on the planet, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's a definitely a, a, a it's a very misogynistic film, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Okay, your number, sure number two,
3: mate. Uh, Into the Wild. Um, yeah, do you know what I, I I was saving that potentially as my number one, but I thought you might call it outside a backup.
2: Ah, so have you yeah, have you seen it?
3: There? I like, well well I wouldn't pick it as my number one if I didn't right. like it. Sorry. or I not seen Sorry.
2: it. Um, yeah, I mean, directed and um, uh, and and produced by Sean Penn. Um, you know, you're off to a good start if he's involved. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just fucking brilliant um it it tells the story of um Christopher McCandless um who's the best way to sort of describe this really um he uh, what's the best word? so he's got wealthy parents he's his mum and dad have got a few bob and, uh, and once he graduates, his parents have these kind of ideas that he's gonna go on and pursue this 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 career and and basically they buy him this this car and uh and he doesn't want it and uh he he basically he, he, his goal is to basically to, to to journey to the Alaskan wilderness and live there. Uh and he cuts his driving licence up. He he basically rids himself of everything um gives his savings to charity and gets rid of all his possessions uh and basically embarks upon this this journey to you know the, the, to Alaska and scored beautifully um there's some fantastic music um on the soundtrack to it and it's just a fucking beautiful film it, it, the, the 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 story that he goes on to get there and then when he gets there you know it, things get tough and uh, it's a, just a really fucking beautiful and powerful film. Uh, and, yeah, heart-wrenching it's That shout. is true. Yeah,
3: so. it, The fact that it holds up a mirror when you watch it, it holds up a mirror to your own behaviour. And it's such a nice contrast to something like The Wolf of Wall Street.
2: Yeah, yeah, I absolutely you know watch them side like by they're, side. They're, yeah.
3: They would be like the antithesis of each other, those two films. Yeah, totally. And, um, and it really, uh, Into the Wild, holds a mirror up to you about our own behaviours and, and the mm. insanity of what we do as human beings. Yeah. And how we've set up our societies and, you know, the the routes we've gone down. It really in terms of greed. Yeah. For greed and materialism. Couldn't and I think that into the More. wild just makes you fucking even with the ending as it is, don't it spoiler, still makes me don't spoiler. It makes me want to go and do what he does.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh that's definitely on Netflix. Mm. Um Honestly, you won't regret watching that if you've never seen it. What's your top spot, bro?
3: This bloke wrote a book. His name was Henry Hill. Mm-hmm. The book was called Wise Guys. But again, Scorsese took that and they decided to make it into a little-known movie named uh, Goodfellas.
2: I didn't even consider this. Why Goodfellas is continue? one of the
3: greatest films of all time. It's 100% it's, one of the greatest films of all time. Like one of the greatest American, uh, gangster movies of all time. Uh, with just absolutely insane, insane uh, character performances by De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Ray Liotta, um, it's got an incredible soundtrack, much like Into the Wild, although completely different soundtrack. And it sort of like tell, loosely tells the story of uh, a, a, you know an actual mobster, Henry Hill, uh, through the seventies and eighties uh, in, in, as it, within the mafia and it's fucking amazing. Oh, it's so uh, it's good. terrifying. It's, you know, it you know, does it glamorize the, the 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 life? It in a way it does, but then also it shows the massive drawbacks of being a wise guy. It's funny, beautifully shot, well acted. Um, and yeah, just it's just one of those films that I will watch time and time again. Uh you know, it comes on and I'll just start watching a bit of it and then I'm fucking sucked into it. Uh, It's got incredible, incredible like, um, just like the dialogue in it is great. For as long as I can remember, I always wanted to be a wise guy. um, He's a better into a film. Yeah, yeah. Fucking amazing, mate. Yeah.
2: Uh, And to
3: think that, you know, and and I think living a life as a mobster is one that is uh, fraught with danger um, that will likely end one of two ways. Death, dead or in jail. Possibly death by by probably someone you know. Mm. Uh, you're lucky if it's just a bullet in the head. Because often it isn't. And um, yeah, like you, you know what? May you live in interesting times. I mean, any mobsters never lived the boring life. That's fucking sure. Now, I'm not saying morally it's a right life. I actually don't. I don't think it is. Um, for 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 most most of them, you know, it's one that. I mean, if you ever watch something like Sopranos, you can't ever say that any of them are good guys, <laughs> no. you know? But you can also, a lot of the time, find them funny, charismatic. can see sometimes that, you know, good and evil are funny terms. I don't think anyone's inherently evil or inherently good. Some people maybe, But for the for the vast majority, people have good in them, even mobsters and stuff. And Goodfellas is just, I, I guess that is the fucking p- p- poster boy for mob films, <laughs> or at least one of them.
2: It's it's one of them ones that I file next to uh, any of the first four Rocky films uh, mm. or, or and Casino that if I'm just flicking and then that's on I'm like oh well this is me for the next three hours like, mm-hmm. I, I've seen no, not short film I've probably seen Goodfellas fucking hundred times and yeah. it's like doesn't whenever it's on it's still it's so not stale good. Like, is it no, it's not gone stale
3: no. that film like, at all.
2: Literally watched Casino about three weeks ago again, um, which is, is, you know, obviously just as good, you know, yeah. uh, in, my, in my humble. Mm. Um, yeah, fantastic choice. Can't believe I didn't even think of that. That's because you're a stupid prick. Correct. Um, I'll tell you who's not a stupid prick. Erin uh, Brockovich, uh, which is my number one. Ah. Um, I love this film. Still, haven't watched it. It's it's incredible. <laughs> They've just made a film about three years ago called Dark Waters, which is um, oh right, a very sort of similar uh, kind of film. Yeah. Um, but uh, but this this stars uh, Julia Roberts and Albert Finney, and and Julia Roberts plays Erin Brokovich, uh, unemployed single mum, who basically gets a job. Um, in this legal firm, because basically uh, Albert Finney's character, Ed, takes pity on her and, uh, and just gives her this job. She's feisty as hell, like really mm. feisty, uh, and not the sort of person you'd imagine working for a legal firm. Mm. Um, and, and basically she gets uh, given this case to look at uh, by this company called Pacific Gas and, electri- uh, and, and Electric Company, PG&E. Uh, and what they're trying to do is... Um, purchase homes of residents of Hinckley in California and uh, and the more houses that she goes to and visits basically there's lots of kind of stuff that's being covered up and she certainly and she starts to find that lots of people in Hinckley have got sort of tumours uh, um, lymphoma and all sorts of kind of illnesses that push her into sort of digging a little bit more and uh, to find out that the groundwater in Hinkley is contaminated uh, with, I think it's like a chromium or something like that. Um, and it's basically how she takes on this huge fucking corporate giant um, and basically one by one knocks on every door in Hinkley. And, and because she's not a suit that turns up she's one of one of the working class people talk to her mm. and then they back her and it's absolutely incredible what this woman does it's unreal that one person with you know uh in with a bit of focus and and determination just showcases that you again you know if you're single mum and you know, not from a, a, a wealthy background, you know, it shows that with focus and determination. You can, you know, you can break that cycle, you know, um, and this really showcases someone's determination to kind of get something and, and, and basically for the good and, and in the process of doing that, you know, earns her stripes within the legal industry. And it's, it's fucking amazing. Um, and rightly so they made a film about it. And, uh, and it, yeah, it just documents her journey and it's it's fucking remarkable. And, uh, yeah, Aaron Brokovich, me number one.
3: Oh, mate, I need to fucking watch that shit. Oh, you'd love it. A very apt, very apt number one. There you have, guys. There you have it. I hope you've enjoyed this top five rundown with me and the Stu yeah, as uh, he likes to call himself. Go and check us out on Patreon. Mm. Um, and also tap us up on Instagram. Tell us what we miss. What are your favourite uh, movies? What what have we fucked up? Where do we go wrong? There are so many.
2: Absolutely, um, head over there now. Head over to Instagram and uh, underneath the artwork for this episode, start start listing them. What have we missed? Let's let's get chatting. Um, and also, yeah, there'll be more Patreon content. Um, yeah. If you can't be asked to wait until next week for another episode mm-hmm. of this, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, come over there, join the gang, and uh, and come and hang out and feature on an episode on the next live show. We done, Glasson?
3: We're done. We out. Bye. It's a drunken soirée that we're in. The within. <laughs>
2: and Joe present our core listing the podcast